very happy to go to the phones. And before we do that, let's go back to yesterday. This is at the parole hearing for one O.J. Simpson. And he did make a good point that, you know what, no one's ever accused him of pulling a weapon on them. In any event, um, I'm no danger to pull a gun on anybody. <laughs> you know, I never have in my life. I've never been accused of it in my life. Uh, nobody's ever accused me of pulling any weapon on them. And Bruce, uh, Bruce knows that I would never do that. I, I never had. There you go. That's the juice. Joining us now, one of the greatest talk show hosts ever, who's meant so much to my career, the one and only Jim Rome on a mobile. Jim, long time no chat. I hope you're well. Your reaction to the juice. Isn't juice the best? I mean, did you hear that laugh right there? I've never been accused of pulling a weapon on anyone. Ah, hilarious. Except for that one time where you did pull a weapon on two people and they didn't make it out of the situation to be able to accuse you of pulling a weapon on them because you turned them into human Pez dispensers, Juice. And if you get convicted of armed robbery, isn't that being convicted of pulling a weapon on somebody? Well, apparently because Oge was in a room with a couple of other guys who were actually holding the guns, somehow he's not accused of pulling the weapon. Funny how that worked out since they got about two months probation and he got 9 to 33. Hey, Jim, how shocking is it that after all these years, the Oge is still delusional? It's not shocking at all if you've ever heard the guy talk. I mean, nobody loves Oge more than Oge. And even though he keeps getting himself into these situations, he seems to be able to find lawyers who can get him out. And before you know it, the juice will be loose again. I was bumping the other day along the 405, you know, just sitting there in miles-long traffic because that's what we do over here in L.A. And I was thinking about, ah, oh, so wistful to think back to 23 years ago or so when the Oge had A.C. in the Bronco and they were leading us all on a low-speed chase or escort back to Brentwood when all we wanted to do was watch the Knicks and the Rockets play another game of ugly ball. Jim, I'm heading to Vegas in a few weeks for my honeymoon, and Chad and I were talking about this a few minutes ago that uh, there are now some odds on OJ. It's 5-1 to one odds that he will violate his probation. I'm taking the bet. Would you? Well, I would have to go and determine what the parameters of said parole are. I mean, if he is supposed to avoid, you know, armed robbery again, I'd say the odds are pretty good. But if he's supposed to be avoiding acting like a total horse's ass every other turn, every time a camera gets in front of his face, then I think the odds are pretty good that he'll violate a whole hell of a lot over there. Do you think we'll see Oge and Al Cowlings rolling around in a Bronco anytime soon? Are you talking about a 1993 Bronco or the new edition that's slated to come out next year? Because that sled looks sick. <laughs> that's pretty good looking, isn't it? And I saw the pictures of the white one yesterday. I thought, I thought that was coming out in 2020. Is that next year? It depends on when you can get your hands on one. <laughs> Some of point. us have the ability to get our hands on the exotics sooner than others. <laughs> it's Jim Rome on a mobile. The one and only Adam Clan from Sports Talk 790 down in Houston. I got to tell you what, Adam, you are my radio hero. I love you so much. Thank you for joining us. Chad and couldn't contain himself. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I do that, man. I think I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have a problem like we do. 
making radio babies, as we like to call it. But there's bigger talk now. It, Kyrie Irving comes out today, and we find out that he's demanded to trade from the Cavaliers. The Houston Rockets still looking for a way to land Carmelo. Melo wants out of New York. I mean, how do you process all this? And in the end, what do you think is going to go down with Melo? Uh, well, the the rational NBA fan in me says that Melo probably still winds up here because all signs have been pointing to it for a long time. But um, it, that's odd. Like, like, to have one of the best players in the NBA – uh, come out and say, you know, I just don't really feel like playing with the best player in the world anymore. <laughs> We've gone to, to three straight NBA finals, and the numbers have been off the charts, and we're literally the only team that anybody even remotely considers uh, being capable of knocking off the Golden State Warriors. And you know what? I just I don't feel like doing that anymore. It, it's weird to me. It's just weird. And, and it's not the first time that's happened. You know, this guy's uh, kind of come out and, and there's been rumblings that he didn't like playing with LeBron for whatever reason. Um, I think it's I think it's weird. I think it's kind of perplexing. But in this day and age in the NBA, it doesn't really surprise me either. Is there a way that something gets done in Houston without a third team? Absolutely not. <laughs> because because the only trade ship, if you want to call it that, that the Rockets are willing to really dangle is is Ryan Anderson's contract. And we all know how... Everybody, everybody's looking at that like it's full-blown AIDS. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's just, it's not, I'm not going to mince words because, and he's a great guy and he's a decent player, but $60 million, that's, even in today's NBA, that's, that's a lot to, to swallow. And uh, I just, I don't think the Rockets are wanting to part ways with the likes of, of Eric Gordon or a Clint Capella or even a Trevor Ariza. So that's what they're willing to put in. They just want to find, you know, the team or teams involved that can make it work to where Carmelo comes here and Ryan goes out. Based on everything you know about the situation, would you be surprised if Carmelo is not dealt before the beginning of the NBA season? Uh, I would say yes, unless, you know, because we're talking about the Knicks. So I think anything's possible. And I think, you know, you've probably seen it written um, on more than one occasion that the Rockets are actually kind of settling in and willing to, admit that this thing could go into training camp even. I don't want it to. I don't think anybody wants it to. And I, I, I definitely don't think Carmelo wants it to. Um, but then again, we're talking about the Knicks, who as of right now, I don't even know if they, they know who their real GM is. And James Dolan is the owner. So uh, if there's one team that could stretch it out to that kind of ridiculous time frame, it would be the, the New York Knicks. Do you see them eventually caving, though? I mean, they've, they've talked about not wanting to buy Carmelo Anthony out, and I get that. But if there is no third team and he's not willing to waive his no-trade clause for Portland or anywhere other than Cleveland or Houston, is there a way that this just doesn't happen? Uh, yeah, that's, it's going to be uncomfortable for everybody. Um, but if the Knicks want to, want to avoid that discomfort, then a buyout would be the only, uh, real way. And it's not like it would really terribly hurt them. First of all, they're not the, the, the mad scientist of, of, uh, of feathering the salary cap that a lot of normal teams are, but, but also, you know, they're, if they buy him out, I, I believe the provision says they can spread that cap hit out over, you know, five seasons or so. And, you know, for a team that had no problem paying what it paid in Joaquin Noah and, and Derek Rose and Tim Hardaway Jr., I hardly think that paying off Mello's installment plan would be the worst financial move to make. So if it, if it comes down to they can bring in other players or start the rebuild in earnest and the, the only real – 
way to do that that makes everybody involved happy is to buy out Melo, then sure, that's probably an option. Because no matter what an NBA team says and comes out and says, they, they can always – they can always lie. <laughs> you know, we're, we're not going to buy them out until you do, you know, in a month from now. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if they went that route either. It's Adam Clan, Sports Talk 790 down in Houston. Um, final thought for you. He gave a list of teams, preferred teams he'd like to be traded to, which I thought was funny because, you know, he's got three years of team control left on his contract and he, he, has no, he doesn't have a no trade clause. So there's nothing he can do about it. But I'll tell you one thing. I don't want him going to San Antonio. No. No, because you know if he does go to San... Well, first of all, here was my response to that. When he first... When I first saw Adrian Wojnarowski's tweet and it said, oh, they had a meeting and one of his preferred destinations was San Antonio, it's like, well, yeah, you and everybody else wants to go play for, for Popovich and, and that culture. But unless Kawhi Leonard's the player coming back to the Cleveland Cavaliers, I don't see why the Cavs do that trade. Um, and they don't have anybody... Look, look at the Spurs roster. I mean, they're celebrating... Manu Ginobili coming back at 101 years old, and, and Pau Gasol's about 85, and he's coming back. Um, <laughs> outside of Kawhi Leonard and, and Danny Green, who's, I think, claimed to fame that he looks like Lionel Richie, I don't know who they have. I mean, Tony Parker's not even coming back till December. So who do you have to offer not named Kawhi Leonard that's going to make the Cavs go, ooh, let's not get another third team involved so we can pull this off because – they have no tradable assets, and don't tell me it's LaMarcus Aldridge because he's a poor man's Kevin Love right now. Wow. Sports Talk 790. He's on Twitter, at Adam Clen. Adam, I enjoy having fun with you. I know Travis does as well, but that, that Jim Rome on the mobile stuff is the best. So I sexy. I don't know why I do that. I really don't. Because it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a great, it's a great voice. The best voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, we'll catch up soon, man. Go back to enjoying the Astros winning on almost every night. They're slaughtering the Orioles, and it's only like the fourth inning. They're going to win. How many games are they going to win this year? Like 110? I hope so. I hope they win it all. I'll be insufferable. And, and honestly, guys, just as an aside, I know he's expensive, um, but I really want the Astros to go trade for Justin Verlander because I think a World Series win with Kate Upton sitting behind home plate is stellar. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, man, you're the best. We'll catch up soon. All right, you guys be good. Thanks, Adam.